Nintendo is looking a bit more animated than usual, announcing their third recent acquisition. This time they plan to collect animation studio Dynamo Pictures. And the first of the new PlayStation Plus updates was announced. Is it what everyone was hoping for? We're gonna talk about that and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. Gaming News Weekly is back. We are the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, you can find us on Fruit Lab, on YouTube, anywhere podcasts are found. We're talking about all the major news announcements in the video game industry. My name is E-Rock the Red, joined every single week by this guy, Full Clip, buddy. What's going on? What's going on, man? Doing all right. Uh, yeah, you just got back off vacation. How was that? It was very enjoyable, very relaxing for the most part. For the most part, I ate a lot of food. You know, I didn't play much games. Like, so that was the only thing. Like, I I, I played a lot of Marvel Puzzle Quest on my phone in a hot tub with a beer. It was, like, the best gaming experience I could uh, possibly have. It's extravagant. Yeah, yeah, it was very nice. Um, but, yeah, I'm tired but rejuvenated by all the news we have to talk yeah. about. Oh, know, we got a lot you? this week, too. Uh, we do have a lot. We had to, uh, you know, kind of trim some some little fat off there, make room for the big things happening. Before we get into that, though, have you been playing? You pick up the slack for me not playing any video games. Did you get in anything good last week? I did. and I mean, it's only been over the past couple of days, so I'm not very far into this, uh, but Elden Ring. I actually picked it up for the PS4. Nice. And I, it is really stretching the base model PS4 that I'm still working with uh, to the limits, I think. A little bit of stutters here and there, a little bit of graphical mm-hmm. things. But uh, overall, still looks amazing. Very, very playable. Um, I'm maybe 10 hours into it. Uh, level, like, 15 so far. Chose a samurai. Made it look like a dude from Naruto. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. I didn't realize that we were going to be talking Elden Ring. We're going to have to postpone all of the remaining <laughs> stories so we could just talk about this for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I am so far. I mean, it does not hold your hand, and I was I was expecting that, but I wasn't expecting the level of non-hand-holding. Like, they don't even tell you where to go. Is this your first From Software game? Yes. Okay. Ooh, this is so exciting. Uh, have you fought any bosses? Ah. <sighs> Like, the whole world seems like it's bosses, so yeah, I assume that it's a boss if it says, like, Enemy Feld on your screen. Yeah, so there's, like, those ones that are, like, mini bosses throughout the world, and then there's the ones that are, like, behind a door with, like, fog, okay. and those are the major bosses, and those ones are very, um, very difficult. Yeah, but, did, uh, did, like, the half-wolf, half-man dude or man-beast okay. or something another? Nice. Um, but you're, you're, you're still having fun. You're enjoying things. Yeah. And you know, I died probably 20 times before I finally got that guy and we knocked each other out at the same time and it counted. So that's uh, awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for the the rumble that, you know, that game is going to be, you got to die a lot to get it right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you have any, uh, method to your playing? Are you just kind of just going anywhere or are you, did you look something up to try to find? Um, I noticed on the map that there is a little bit of like a path on some of so these you're just icons. Following that little that trying little guide. to, but okay. I did just walk through a gate. There's a gigantic giant there, and I thought yeah. that's where I was supposed to go next, but I'm not going there right now. Yeah, 
yeah, when in doubt, just ride your horse past. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, 90% of the game is just like riding your horse as fast as you can to find like a new save point, you know, right. a new fast travel point. So you could then like come, you know, figure yeah. out. But very exciting. But yeah, we, I mean, we could talk about that ring all day, but it's not what the people are paying their big <laughs> bucks for. Um, they're paying to hear us talk about some news. And, uh, you know, what better way to start than with some new release games from last week? Some say this game is called, they, they call it the Elden Ring of, of frog people. Oh, it looks like it. Time on Frog Island came out for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, uh, XS, Nintendo Switch, and PC. This game, it looks adorable. You're a guy, you're shipwrecked on an island, uh, and it's all frog people. And they don't speak. They just have like these little pictures in these word bubbles. And the game is just trading. All you're doing is trading for things, kind of like... Um, you know, little fetch quests that you, so you, you go up to a frog guy and they're like, you know, I need some rope. They'll say have a picture of rope and you want to get some pieces to fix your ship. So this is the way and you got to get your ship fixed. And as you go, and as you meet all these frog people, there's a story that unfolds and uh, you know, you learn more about them and uh, it sounds very, very fun and it sounds, and it looks adorable. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, speaking of adorable, did you see the launch trailer that came out the day the game released? It's uh, it's like a whole musical number that they've got. Really? I didn't yeah. see that one. I must. I think I saw the announcement trailer. Um, I'll have to look for it. I'll include it on uh, in the show too. But um, yeah, this looks. I mean, I told. I immediately told my wife about it. I was like, "You need to check this game out. Oh, yeah. It looks like right up your alley." You know. I did um, the same exact thing. Yeah, that the yeah. first trailer actually I sent that one had my curiosity. This this most recent one has my attention nice nice yeah it looks like just kind of a just a relaxing game you know and the reviews are very they're nice they're good reviews i saw one because i was like oh, is it all just like fetch quests you know i don't want that to be like the case where you got like this guy's like i need screws and then you got with screws but no it says it's like the, the more you learn about these people and then the puzzles you have to solve like you might have to get um, you know, go to one guy to get something to trade to this guy to get something to this guy. And, you know, it's like a whole uh, web of trading that's involved. So um, definitely drawn to it. Hopefully I'll, I'll pick that up at some time soon. Uh, next up, Loopmancer came out July 13th on PC uh, console release sometime in the near future. They haven't announced a date, um, but this looks really cool too. It's a 2D side scrolling roguelike. So um, basically it's, it's like a Groundhog Day situation. It's just, you know, it's the same day over and over, but it's in like this cyberpunk world and it's super violent. So you got to go through and every day you're getting, you know, like a roguelike, you're getting these, you know, new abilities or weapons or something like that to try to get further in the game. Um, it looks really, really cool. I guess there's a huge variety of weapons and enemies. So um, this one, are you a fan of these style of games, like these roguelites or Metroidvanias? Yeah, I've not I've not actually played one. I know we've been looking at some uh, new releases. There was like a samurai version of this that came out not that long ago. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, yeah. There's a there's been a few. Like it reminds me a lot of. Um, so there's what was that one that I was really into on the PlayStation that I completely stopped playing. Um, I don't remember, but it was like a, a kung fu movie. Do you remember that oh, game Sifu? that came out? Sifu, yes. I was as I was watching the trailer for this, I was like, man, I gotta go back and play some Sifu. Yeah, that one's more of a 3D version, but yeah, it's the same thing. You die, 
you're you're you come back and you either have more powers or whatever and you got to go back through and do it all again um but this one looks cool it's got that cyberpunk aesthetic which you know um is always pretty sweet all right and last up power wash simulator came out for pc xbox one s and x on july 14th um this was in pc early access for a while and it's finally got its its major release now when i did get home from vacation I played a little game um, and the game that I played was Power Wash Simulator. Nice. So I had some hands on with it and it is as good as we thought it was going to be. It's just <laughs> your power washing stuff and it's relaxing and the way that they do it too. So like, you know, it's easy to find the dirt. Like, so I thought that would be frustrating. So like, there's two things. So like, say you're power washing something like the first thing you do, it's a van and like, you got to get the windshield and um, it'll have a, a bar at the top, like showing you how much of the windshield the dirt remains. And if you can't find it, you can press a button on the controller and it like highlights where there's a little bit of dirt. Uh, and then after you get everything clean, um, you hear like a little ding, like if you're done with the windshield, ding, and your star rating goes up and you get a couple extra bucks. And um, it's just very rewarding. The gameplay hook is like, it's done very well. Um, and so after, you know, reading more about it, there's tons of levels like from, you know, washing just a house to like a miniature golf thing or a skate park. Um, and, uh, and you can do a co-op. You can play online co-op for those big jobs that require two power washers. Yeah. So that seems like a really, really simple concept, but yeah, I, we talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, mm -hmm. there's like this whole little world that this game exists in, and the people you're doing jobs for are like texting you on the side. So there are little mysteries, things you notice. There's a little bit of lore that comes through in the background. So it's, it's pretty interesting, more than just power washing. Yeah, yeah. I did get a couple texts while I was playing, and I'm like, stop bothering me. I'm cleaning. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's set in uh, Muckingham, and everything is dirty. And uh, yeah, you got to figure out why. So yeah, that one, I definitely recommend it, especially if you're looking for just something to chill out too and there's no music the sound the like it's not like a huge loud power watcher sound in your ear so you could listen to like a podcast or some music or you know uh the newest episode of gaming news weekly while you're playing power wash simulator and i highly recommend that all right that's it for our major new releases from last week what do you say we we talk about the news of the week sounds good we got a lot of it all right let's do it All right, first up, let's talk about the first major update to the PlayStation Plus program since it's since it's met its its newest iteration, since it's become this new program. So it's coming out July 19th. 17 games total were announced. This is for the extra package or the, the premium package. All right, so 17 games announced. They are assassin's creed the ezio collection assassin's creed 4 black flag assassin's creed freedom cry assassin's creed rogue remastered assassin's creed unity i swear there's more than just assassin's creeds but those make up five of the the 17 and i think one of those the ezio collection is three games so and that's not even included so now we're up to like 19 if you want to oh, yeah. you know split hairs but we're also getting final fantasy 7 remake integrate ice age scratch nutty adventure Jumanji, the video game, Loco Roco. Oh, wait, no, that's 
different. Marvel's Avengers, Paw Patrol on a roll, Ready Set Heroes, Saints Roar, Saints Row Four reelected, Saints Row Get Out of Hell, Spirit of the North Enhanced Edition, and Day One release Stray. So Loco Roco Midnight Carnival and No Heroes Allowed are both PSP games that are coming only to the premium package. So what do you think? What is uh, what is your thought on this first update to the PlayStation Plus program? People were expecting a lot. They didn't know what to expect. Yeah. They got to compete with Game Pass, you know? Yeah. Good? You know, Sony seems to be responding pretty well to game pass uh with this whole thing no i had to make the decision like yesterday when i got elden ring <clears throat> i had a little bit of uh, a balance on there to choose whether i wanted a month or three months of like the basic or the plus is that what the middle tier is or the premium yeah. so i had to look through all the games yeah. and i gotta say i wasn't terribly impressed by like that middle tier worth of games so i just went with the the basic pack um, but I mean, had I known Stray was coming, um, I might have tried it out for a month. Yeah, the cool thing is, dude, you could upgrade. It's super easy. If you even go into the PlayStation Plus thing on your um, your crossbar or whatever, um, it'll have your prorated dollar amount. So even if you did it like, you know, the day before your month was up, it would say like upgrade for four cents or uh, something you know yeah. it's it's really cool how it's prorated to if you know if something comes out and you want to upgrade for a little bit so it is possible um but yeah there's there's a lot of great games in there um i'm hoping for you know there's a lot of great games announced too now having both game pass and this playstation plus some of these are also you know available on the other one uh, we just got paw patrol and Avengers is coming, and uh, these Assassin's Creed games were available on um, Game Pass too. So it's not as exciting for me having both, but you know, how many people out there have both of these subscription services? So, you know, um, some of those are cool. Like you said, Stray, day one, play as a cat in a cyberpunk world. Who doesn't want that? I'm very, very excited for that. And then out of all those other ones, like I've never played Assassin's Creed. And I keep like, I should try it. I've always wanted to do the Black Flag one. Oh, like yeah. I played like a tiny bit of that one and I enjoyed it. So, but that was like at a friend's house. You know, I didn't get a, a ton of hands on. But that one, I, I was drawn to it because of the pirating uh, part of it. So maybe I'll check that yeah. out. Yeah, it is. It's a fantastic game. Like that's uh, the Assassin's Creed game I probably put the most time into. And then if you like that, because the ship, that, that's where they kind of perfected the ship battles, um, mm. that carries over into most of the other Assassin's Creed games, at least that I played oh. after that. Oh, cool, cool. Good to know. So now 17 games announced. Do you think this is the the norm for, for a while? Are we going to be getting like these big drops of, of these games? Or do you think this was just uh, for the first one? Or I would hope that they can keep at least this up, because if I'm going to you know, be critical of it. These aren't, this is not the greatest like set of 17 games that I could hope for there, especially yeah. to compete with game pass. The problem I have with game pass is that I've already got too much to play and not enough time to play it. And there are yep. a ton of titles on there that I already want to play and I'm already paying for. So to, to, to choose this and spend my time playing these games, I don't mm -hmm. know if that's going to happen. Yeah. You need games that are like, uh, that are a draw. Like power wash simulator 
or house flipper quality titles like that that are gonna get you invested but yeah no i totally agree like you know um i've played a bunch of these games and they're great games spirit of the north is a a fantastic uh, fox simulator with magic and um you know a lot of games for kids on here but uh marvel's avengers that's you know that it's what it is so yeah we'll see i i was excited uh you know that we got the update and we are getting that day one game of stray, but yeah, I think they got to do a little bit better. Have uh, some bigger, bigger names, bigger games on there. Yeah. I mean, the Assassin's Creed games are pretty big games though. They're just not, I'm just not drawn to them. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, let us know people out in the world. What do you think of this, uh, this lineup of, of these games? Uh, one thing that could get me to play more of these games. Say I want to get the platinum for Paw Patrol on a roll or, you know, the platinum for uh, Ice Age Scratty's Nut Adventure. Um, because PlayStation Stars was announced. This is a new loyalty program for um, PlayStation players. Basically, it's the same as I've talked about the Microsoft Rewards thing before, you know, you do searches, do things, uh, within games or get achievements and you get points and then these points you could trade in then for gift cards or, or you know whatever a whole bunch of stuff so this was just announced this is the 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 new program brought to us uh for sony uh basically what it is i'll just read some of this some of their announcements this is from the playstation blog Today, I'm pleased to reveal PlayStation Stars, a brand new loyalty program that celebrates you, the player, for being on this ever-growing gaming journey with us. PlayStation Stars will be free to join when it launches later this year. Once you become a member, you'll earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. Our monthly check-in campaign simply requires you to play any game to receive a reward, while other campaigns require you to win tournaments, earn specific trophies, or even be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title in your local time zone. All PlayStation Stars members will have opportunities to earn loyalty points. Points can be redeemed in a catalog that may include PSN wallet funds and select PlayStation Store products. As an additional benefit, PlayStation Plus members enrolled in PlayStation uh, enrolled in PlayStation Stars automatically earn points for purchases on PlayStation Store. So, um, pretty cool. The other thing they announced it says, uh, also as part of PlayStation Stars, we are unveiling a new type of reward called Digital Collectibles. Collectibles are as diverse as our portfolio of products and franchises. They're digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines of beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment, as well as cherished devices that tap into Sony's history of innovation. There will always be a new collectible to earn, an ultra rare collectible to strive for, or something surprising to collect just for fun. So what do you think? Okay, so... You know, I, I, I read through this, and I listened to every word you said, but I still don't exactly understand where these collectibles exist, or can you show them to people? How do people That's a know great that you question. have That is a great question. So, you know, I guess people on your friends list can look, list, can look at your trophies. You know, I'm wondering if it's just going to be something like that, where you can go look at their collectibles. People online were saying, like, where can we, where do we display these collectibles? And it's got a lot of people talking about bringing back, do you remember PlayStation home? Yeah. When the PlayStation was just announced where it's like your living space that you could decorate and, and stuff like that. And people are saying like, yeah, give us a space like that. We could put our trophies up and go chill out there, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what, what these are. They're not NFTs. 
They're not, you know, they're just there tied to your account. Who knows what they're going to yeah. be, but I'm excited to collect them all. Yeah, that's basically what I'm I'm hoping for, like some sort of 3D space where maybe it's a, acts as a lobby, and if you invite somebody over to your lobby just from the PlayStation Home, then they mm-hmm. can see your collection and you can show that off. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what it's going to be, but um, I'm excited, man, because I've I've always been a little bit of a I go through spurts. I I, I, I like trophy hunting on the PlayStation. I, I've got a bunch of platinums, and um, you know I enjoy doing that for certain games like i always talk about the games where i could just kind of check things off a list like those are the games dude if that has a, like a cool like spider-man um where each area has like a segmented thing where i got 100 percent it like when i know like the big open world ones where i gotta like do everything within a, uh, a thing not as much those ones i have a hard time because it's just so overwhelming you know if i could get it like boiled down a certain area i'm getting that platinum trophy oh yeah so you know I thought about when I first started playing Elden Ring about trying to get that Planet Trophy, and then I started oh. playing it. I was like, no, no, not doing it. Maybe at some point, but I do not have the time to, to try to get that. So, but I'm excited. You know, anytime you could get like gift cards for playing video games, why not? Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like great how uh, they do it on Switch with the Nintendo points. You gain mm-hmm. a little every time you buy a game. So I assume yep. this is going to work pretty similar to that yeah exactly yeah and like um it's the same thing like with you know every day when i go on my xbox or whatever i'll go to that microsoft rewards tab and i'll like click it. all you have to do is click on things and you're getting 50 points 100 points you get a uh you know achievement in a game it's another 50 points and and those add up pretty quickly and pretty soon you know you could get like people pay for their game pass subscription with microsoft rewards like you know, if you actually did it every single day, there's like streak bonuses that are like huge. I, I don't I, I don't keep up with it, but um, yeah, you could definitely earn a lot of money doing that. So it's yeah. pretty cool. All right. Next up, little segment, uh, Nintendo Minute, Nintendo Corner. I don't know. We'll workshop uh, the title for this, but um, we got some news out of Nintendo. First up, let's talk Bayonetta 3. We got a new trailer for that and a release date. This has been this was announced December of 2017. This game, wow! We're finally getting the game. October 28th, uh, Bayonetta three. The trailer looks dope. It was a nice long trailer. Showed off a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff, and uh, it also talked about they're they're releasing a family friendly mode for this version of Bayonetta uh, called Naive Angel Mode. So mm-hmm. you know if you don't want your friends to think that you're a weird pervert. Um, you could play the naive angel mode, but if you're comfortable with your, uh, you know, attractions to a hot, high-heeled, gun-slinging lady covered in her own hair, more power to you. I've you ever play played, the bayonet again? Never games? played this game. No. You want to now, don't you? Yeah, it sounds intriguing. Yeah, they're great, dude. The um. The first, the first two are out on like a single. You could buy them in a single package for, um, for the Switch. And I got those, and I ha- I haven't finished uh, Bayonet two, but man, just amazing action games. Like it's uh, just real fast paced action, a lot of like little quick time things and stuff like that. But the story is great, and like they're you know they're mature related. There's violence. There's a little bit of nudity, um, but it's like really over the top. Like just like just crazy crazy stuff happening so if you like over top over the top crazy action yeah it looked like 
from the trailer looked looked really epic. Like there's all kinds of crazy cool things going on. I don't understand mm-hmm. what any of it was, but I'm sure no for one the, does. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, that that that's a great way to explain it because it is. Everything feels like epic and like just it gives you like this you know this sense of like excitement as you're doing it and a sense of accomplishment after you're done and it's not like difficult it's more fun than anything there's like you got a link to like it's all combo based and stuff like that so some of that part is difficult to try to get like the best clearing and stuff like that but um they're definitely fun games especially if you're you know a creepy pervert Hmm. like me kidding all right in addition to that we also got um, an announcement of a new Kirby game, Kirby's Dream Buffet. <laughs> this one, I saw the name of the game, and I was like, what is this game? And I did not expect what I saw. So this is basically like, it's like a Fall Guys game, except you're playing with um, just, like, there's just four people that you're playing with. Yeah. And it's like food-based levels where you're rolling through through a thing. Yeah. So, very Mario Party-esque uh, mini-game mm-hmm. style of play. Now, I don't think there's like a, a knockout kind of thing like Fall Guys, but that is, yeah, uh, that that's how I was seeing these different rounds. So you're going to carry through like four or five rounds, they said, per match or per game. Uh, so you'll have, I'm sure, like a winner out of the series. Gotcha. Yeah, I know like one thing I do, I did see that is like you can, the more you eat, the bigger you get. And then like you can bump people off of the track or something yeah um so uh the quote from nintendo says kirby's dream buffet finds a gang of kirby's rolling through a smorgasbord of food themed stages and four rounds of frantic multiplayer fun players will race each other through these delicious obstacle courses to collect strawberries as kirby grows bumping other players off the stage using familiar copy abilities or copy food abilities as they're called here to thwart the competition so um yeah that's exciting yeah everybody's out there rolling around i think that should be like a really cool game if you have like four people over in front of the tv playing on the couch against each other that should be fun yeah they have been nailing the kirby games as far as the gameplay making them fun i was just like just this week i was talking uh, my kid got super into super mario odyssey for the switch um and he beat that and now we're looking for another quality like platformer and i think i'm gonna get that the kirby forgotten kingdom or whatever yeah. it's called um but that looks uh looks good and I, I know that one got a lot of great reviews so i'm sure this one's gonna be fun now i don't know it's only like they said there's only four stages um and you know you only play with four players so i don't know if this is like a full game if this is something that's just gonna be you know a 20 dollar game 30 dollar game i don't know you never know with nintendo yeah which games are gonna charge their exorbitant amount for so yeah we'll see there was no uh release date or or price announced so we'll just have to uh, keep an eye out for more information and then the last thing in the nintendo minute nintendo is purchasing dynamo pictures now they are tokyo tokyo based visual production company behind a series of animated pikmin short films and um yeah so Nintendo said they want them to focus on the development of visual content utilizing Nintendo IP. Now, we don't really know what this means. They really didn't say what it means, whether it's going to be shows or if this is just for, you know, um, 
like cutscenes within games. Yeah. This is uh it's it's new. Nintendo really doesn't usually um buy other things. They're always in-house, you know. So yeah, we'll see. But Nintendo did issue the statement. Uh, Dynamo Pictures is a company that plans and produces visual content. And Nintendo has decided to acquire 100% of the outstanding shares of Dynamo Pictures and make it a wholly owned subsidiary to strengthen the planning and production structure of visual content in the Nintendo group. The acquisition is expected to close on October 3rd, 2022, pending satisfaction of all relevant terms and customary closing conditions. So, yeah, no other information about what their role is going to be at Nintendo. If you know, it'd be cool if they got back into making um, anime like cartoons with oh, yeah. the Nintendo properties, but those didn't always work out so well in the past. But hopefully. not always. But there are still some memorable moments, I think. Um, so yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do, or if, like we said, if this is just kind of to supplement games or YouTube videos or you know something. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what I read did say that this is completely separate from the Super Mario movie with Chris Pratt that's supposed to come out next year. Mm. Okay, yeah. That one's like a big... Isn't that like a, a DreamWorks or something like that? I um, think Illumination, the people who make Minions. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so we'll see what Dynamo does for Nintendo. All right, that's it for Nintendo Minute, starring Iraq the Red and Full Clip. I don't know. Nintendo Minute doesn't really doesn't really. Been your Nintendo neighborhood. Yeah. Something else with an N. Oh yeah, Nintendo Nancy's. Mm-hmm. A couple of Nintendo Nancy's. I don't know. We'll work on it. If you have any ideas, send them over this way. Um, but let's talk about Doctor Disrespect, the good old Doctor Disrespect. There's new details about his new game, and it sounds interesting. Here, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read a bunch of it here. Um, so today, uh, this is from IGN.com. T- today, uh, Doctor Doctor Disrespect's newly founded studio, Midnight Society, revealed details about the upcoming game. Uh, according to the studio's website, the game is a vertical extraction shooter with PvPVE gameplay. Our high-level gameplay goals are to capture the essence of an arena shooter level design with the scale and scope of battle royale player counts and the session-to-session gameplay mechanics of extraction-based shooters. Uh, as development continues, small glimpses of the, into the game will be released through snapshots, which the site, the site describes as playable experiences focused around specific milestones exclusively available for access pass holders. Through these snapshots, players will be able to test various aspects of do- development Though they'll have to pay to do so. Earlier this year, 10,000 of these access passes were already sold to select individuals by a Founders Pass NFT for $50 a piece. Other access passes are planned to be sold at later dates. Um, so, yeah, dude, there's a lot of buzzwords in here. I still really don't know what's happening. It's true. But <laughs> one that I meant to look up. Uh, was Extraction Shooter. Do you know what that is? Hmm. No. Maybe like a, like a CSGO type thing? Hmm. Or, um, you, so I, I was know. thinking I, like the, the Division in the Division 2. Like maybe hmm. you have to get out with the loot or something. I'm not sure if it's a Battle that Royale. Sounds, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a good um, thought, though. Remember there was that... I don't know if you ever played that one for in war zone where it was that that mode where you had to like take all the cash oh yeah to like a certain area and then like the 
the hell so that was like a battle royale with like extraction type things so maybe something like that but dude when they start talking about like you could try you could test this game out ahead of time by paying like buying one of these nfts and paying like 50 bucks i'm like dude this dude is gonna make so much fucking money off this thing man yeah where like just before this game like comes out like people want to be a part of this and like so it's it's crazy and i'm i'm interested to see like what if this game is going to be any good yeah i hope that uh i hope that the rest of the industry doesn't like look at this if it is successful and say hey we need to do nfts for our you know beta alpha yeah i I don't want to have to figure all of that out yeah, no, no, me neither. Especially, yeah, pay 50 bucks to be part. Like, Overwatch 2 was kind of the same way. Like, you could buy, um, you know, I mean, they were giving away free free beta passes. But, like, if you wanted instant access, you bought the $40 pack, um, and that got you the game and access to the beta and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's definitely happening. People are monetizing these betas. It's, it's weird. Um, but... You know, it is what it is. They're gonna there's microtransactions for everything. Yeah. Everything nowadays. So do you see those BMWs are like doing microtransactions for like um if you want to have like your heated seats or whatever, like yeah. you have to pay the subscription. It's just Crazy. ridiculous. I mean, we heard about that a little while back, and I think Tesla was doing something similar. So it's like the technology exists in your car. You already yeah. paid for it, but you have to pay on a monthly basis if you want to access, access to it. the feature. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane, dude. It, it's 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 terrifying that this is what uh, we're coming to. Well, I mean, if they think that they're going to stop people from like hacking that in some way yeah. or the other, I think they're mistaken. Yeah, exactly. And you're then you mess up, and your seat is just <laughs> always on hot. fire. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, that's all we know right now about the Midnight Society game, uh, the Doctor Disrespect game, um, PvP, v, PvP, PvP. You know, all those P's, all those E's, oh, yeah. and Battle Royale, and Extraction, and Arena Shooter, all those things. So, all, if you like all those words, keep an eye out, or maybe buy the um, Founders Pass. You get NFT, and you can play the game. All right, moving on. Yet another fantasy title was announced, and... Um, yeah, that's what it is. The game is called Yet Another Fantasy Title, and it looks really cool. It's a parody of role-playing games, as and you know, you um, it's from. A, and now I never heard of this studio or this game before, but they had created a game called Rustler. Uh, it was AKA Grand Theft Horse, which is a GTA parody, um, which I had never heard of nor played before. But uh, it sounds interesting. Yeah. Now this is a parody of of games uh more like um action role-playing games so this one it's it sounds interesting you play an outlaw who'd normally be prey for the protagonist in some side quest um instead you've killed the kingdom savior and stolen his unicorn and an adventure ensues so sounds ridiculous there's side quests uh, a comprehensive story magic 15 different medieval weapons like swords and bows and mounts in the forms of unicorns horses donkeys and wolves so yeah you gonna check it out? I, I think so. Yeah, I saw the trailer and I kind of wondered. Uh, I'd never heard of this either, or even the company. And I wondered, like, how how quickly is the joke going to wear off, uh, or, or how many times can they insert some humor into this? But I saw like 
they did something wrong, so the cops showed up. But the cops are on horses. They're just dudes on horseback. But they still yeah. got, like, sirens blaring and blue and yeah. red lights. So I'm thinking it, there's probably a lot of little funny things in there that are going to keep it interesting. I thought the same way. I think, like, the humor, it's it, – yeah, it could be, like, cheesy, like, corny stuff. But this one, it looks very, um, very funny, very intelligent. So, yeah, I definitely want to check this out. Um, it is only uh, announced for PC right now. So hopefully, you know, that gets enough buzz. It goes to console. Either way, it's not going to be something that I won't be able to play on my, uh, you know, on some low settings. It's not a, a graphically uh, uh, graphic monster. So oh, yeah. uh, I'll check it out either way. All right. A new segment to Gaming News Weekly, free-to-play Palooza. These are all, I just came up with them earlier while I was pooping. They're not, you know, we'll work on it. I like this one. Um, all right, good, good, good. Um, so, yeah, we, a bunch of free-to-play news. Let's start with the greatest game ever made. Multiverses Open Beta was announced. I mean, well, it was announced, but now we officially have a date July 26th, where we can get in there. Now, did you say you played? Did you get in the alpha? I tried, but I, I don't think oh. I ever got the email. Gotcha. Okay. So, the open beta is going to be available on PlayStation 5, 4, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, PC, full cross play support, and dedicated server based rollback netcode for robust online competition. That's a mouthful. Um, and it's also, there will be an early access period that will start on July 19th and will be accessible by those who participated in the closed alpha, um, or you can get a code via Twitch drops. Um, so you could go to the website and learn more about how to get those, or you can just wait until the 26th, like I'm going to do. But I'm very, very excited to finally get my hands on this game. Everything I've been reading about, everything I've been seeing about, it looks great. Um, so the open beta uh We'll most likely have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn, Shaggy, Velma, Bugs Bunny, Tasmanian Devil, Arya Stark, Tom and Jerry, Jake the Dog, Finn the Human, Steven Universe, Garnett, and the original character Rain Dog. Um, and it will have eight maps, including the Batcave, Adventure Times, Tree Fort, Scooby's Haunted Mansion. There will be a variety of game modes available, like 2v2, team-based co-op mode, 1v1 matches, four-player, free-for-all, co-op versus AI, custom online lobbies, the whole deal. Are you excited? Very much so. And one detail in the trailer that I noticed, they said an ever-expanding roster. I don't know if we had that detail before, but uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, because WB, yeah. they can pull on so many different things, like yeah. the entirety of Cartoon Network. Yeah, so much, dude, so much. I, I saw people were talking about, like, they wanted, I think we might have talked about it before, like Tony Soprano, because, you know, that's oh. a thing. Oh, HBO, or, oh, um, and Barry. Yeah, there you go. Or people were saying they wanted, um, uh, um, what's it, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, uh, yeah, Larry David. Larry David. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be. So, um, yeah, who are you going to play as uh, first time out? You're, you're, you're Shaggy. We talked yeah, about not even meme I will do Shaggy, and I will perfect Absolutely. him. Yeah, I'm so excited. I don't even know. Arya Stark might be fun. Batman, Wonder Woman, I don't know. It's going to be I'm, – I'm really looking forward to getting in there and, and checking out, see what all the buzz is about and uh, seeing how fun this game is. So, um, yeah, we'll have to – you know, we're going to have to try to um, – there's cross-play. We're going to have to try to work on this, dude, so we can oh, be yeah. a team. Shaggy and uh, uh, the Tasmanian Devil together again. 
<laughs> All right. Another surprise free-to-play game, Skate, was announced as a free-to-play game going forward. Now, this is Skate 4, now known as Skate, period. Um, and by that, they're saying, like, that's, like, the thing. That's why they show that's Skate, period. Like, this is the last Skate, period. And it's going to be, like, an ongoing thing, like a games of service type thing, where it's every year you're getting, you know, new stuff added to to the Skate world so um this was just announced via the full circles the boardroom update um team confirmed that it will take place in san vansterdam it's not it doesn't roll off the tongue um but it's a sister city uh to skate and skate to san vanalona so there's a whole theme here hmm. um but yeah so it's basically like i said it's going to be a you know, uh, an ongoing game that they said there's going to be, um, they, they said four rules, no pay to win, no map areas locked behind a paywall, no paid loot boxes, and no paid gameplay advantages. But it's an EA game, so oh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, I love the approach that they're taking. I mean, as long as the game turns out as something that's actually fun to play, keeps people interested. Yeah, yeah, I think um, it could definitely work. You know, absolutely, especially, you know, if you're just paying for cosmetics and it's a big, like, op- if it's an open world type thing with um, real people in and out of the, the world, you know, um, it could be really cool to meet up with your friends and, like, skate through these through these worlds. So, you know, we'll see what it brings. And we talked about it last week, I think it was. They had the pre-pre-pre-alpha, you know, footage. So it's very early on in the game, and they are still looking for like testers so you can still go to ea and you know um sign up to to be a play tester on the game but yeah i think it could work yeah but again you know ea we got to remember that whole part yeah. so those four rules that were laid down by the developers they said this we need to have this absolutely so um hopefully they'll at least get that and then we'll see what they got to earn money from something yeah, I guess battle passes or whatever, skate passes, they'll probably Skins call it. Skins or something there, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, and then the last one, another one I'm very excited for, Rumbleverse. Um, this is the uh, the wrestling free-to-play b- battle royale. Um, got We got a, a release date for it. Uh, August 11th, the free-to-play 40-person battle royale with wrestling moves dude i am hyped this is coming to ps4 ps5 xbox one xs and pc um so with this announcement they released like a trailer of like some of the some you know people like influencers and people playing it you've never heard of screaming into their microphone dude but they got me excited i want to scream like them they were like you know doing this like the last two people in the circle and they suplex some guy or drop an elbow man it looked great so um yeah i'm really excited for this one i'll probably end up getting this battle pass too just because it's got that Fortnite style yeah you know that look where like it's gonna have ridiculous skins and like i like that sort of shit you know when i can make my character look like a weird like rhino or something i don't know absolutely yeah i want to see a little bit more of the like the gameplay exactly how Mm -hmm. this works uh like what's what's your health like does somebody just get you with a stunner and you're out and it's that easy or like 
do you get beat up on a little bit first? I don't, I'm not sure about that. On the gameplay I've seen, there is definitely like more like um, combat first, and then you could hit them with like, yeah, you could hit them with like some some bigger, you know, super moves, finishing moves, that yeah. sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know what the the only combat that I have seen has been like melee combat. I don't know if there's going to be any distance stuff or anything like that. Throw a steel but, uh, chair from across the map. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, which I did, I did actually see that in one of the oh. clips. So you know. Um, it does exist. So, yeah, that one, August 11th. So, yeah, some between multiverses and Rumbleverse, a lot of verse games that I'm excited for. Yeah. Yeah, you rock. The red verse is happening. Um, that's it. That it, Not only does that end free-to-play Palooza, that is the last bit of news for our show this week. Do, do we have anything else that we want to talk about? Uh, not really talk about, but just worth a quick mention, and I'll probably do an alert on this later. Uh, mm. Epic Game Store is doing their own summer sale to sort of match Steam. It is from July 14th through the 28th, so by the time this episode goes out, people will have a little bit of time, probably until, I, I guess, next Thursday. Nice. Anything, did they announce what games are on there or anything yet? I tried to take a quick look, but I didn't really, I didn't see much. I know, like, Red Dead Redemption 2, the games that always go on sale... Now, uh, yeah, you can grab that for like 30 bucks. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, or is that the other way around? Mm -hmm. It was uh, maybe like $34 or something like that. Okay, so right in line with the Steam sale. We saw both of those, I think, on the Steam sale. Very cool. Yeah, check that out. Um, All right, yeah, and that is it. That brings an end to this week's episode of Gaming News Weekly. Thank you so much for checking it out. Um, Please go to Fruit Lab. Follow myself, Iraq the Red. Follow Full Clip. Follow Gaming News Weekly. If you don't go on Fruit Lab, go to YouTube. Follow um, Pop Culture Playground. That's where you'll find more of my stuff. You'll find this show on YouTube. You'll go to Game Facts, F-A-X, to check out this uh, this gentleman's uh, stuff. And then also check us out anywhere you get podcasts. You get them from Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can leave us a review there, um, give us five stars, do all those things. Check us out on TikTok. Dude, we're everywhere. We're taking over the world. Gaming News Weekly, taking over the world one week at a time. I don't know if that's the saying. Is that going to be on the shirts? I think so. I mean, we are taking over uh, the UK in gaming podcasts. We're top 100 for a brief moment. Absolutely. We're crushing it. Um, So... Yeah, be on the be on the ground floor with us here before you know we go only to Patreon. Before all these episodes <laughs> are locked behind the paywall, you know you could be there. Um, you know we'll see. Well, let's take it. We'll take it one. We get it there. All right. Uh, thank you so much for checking out this week's episode. We will see you next week with more gaming news weekly. <laughs>